FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Model 1911. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Friday, February 23rd in the year 2024. It's amazing how fast this month has gone. Patriots, one big piece of news tonight, which is right before us, is we did make the deadline and we have made funding round number one successful for the Flemingsburg property. And not only did we make it successfully, we nearly doubled our goal. So our goal was 27500 uh, to collectively, Bars Nation has brought together very close to $25,000, 23000 and a little bit on Give, Send, Go, some checks in the mail, and we had a wire, some wires in or directly to my account. And one of those wires was from a patron, and we're very deeply blessed uh, by the name of Wendy, who sent in $25,000. And I mentioned that last night, but I wanted to make sure we understood this today. We're moving into the first phase of this con- contract, and it's a two-step contract. This first phase is for us to continue to raise money for our second goal. All of those things will be set at, for the weekend, so we can start talking about that. So we can now move in that into the second phase of the contract and then get us into a common law contract for the final part of this, which we have a long time to pay on, so it's not a big deal. But it's great, and this is going to be the property for Bars Nation. I'm excited about it. The owner, Willie, if you were all there at Bars Fest, know him, and he is super excited about having us part of this. And just want to make a, before we get going tonight, just a quick prayer of thanks to Father God for making this possible. So Father God, I just want to thank you with everything that's before us, all the challenges that we had and the timeline that we had that seemed very difficult, and yet you came through like you always do. You put it on our hearts, we put it out here, and we not only met our goal, but we exceeded it by almost two times. And as you have put on my heart earlier this week, if you write a check, know if you have the faith in me, you know that I will you know, I will make it good. And so t- true it was. And so, Father, we thank you. We're deeply humbled. We raise our prayers and blessings and, and praise and thank you for all that has been done. And we're excited about what this is developing to be, to truly be a Bard's National Ministry Center and Madeline Farms. And on top of that, Father, the blessings of knowing that Willie will be part of that ministry team as we move forward. So we ask for your continued blessings as we now move into the next round of funding to raise this up and to move us into that purchase place and to start planning our Bards Fest there and the the many, many ministry events that will occur there under the banner of bringing the remnant tribes together. And we say all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Really, really exciting and truly an exciting time. I know somebody asked this morning uh, in chat if we were going to have a deliverance, a, like deep dive deliverance classes. Yes, we will. Um, and what I'm wanting to do is partner with the Church of Glad Tidings on this. They have an outstanding program, and I'd like to be able to move that 
into what we're doing over there so that there's a West Coast and an East Coast part of that. And I don't think there'll be any issue. Pastor Dave Bryan is um, also involved with a big land purchase right now for a center for children and rescuing children. And we're going to make that the the Operation Vineyard part of the children. We will also make part of that as what we're doing here at this uh, at Madeline Farm. So it's a lot of exciting things coming. We're going to really encourage Bars Nation to run events there and to really make it an open, a church without walls, and truly raise up the body of Christ and develop the fivefold ministry. So it's a very exciting time and very much looking ahead. We are planning an event, and we will have details hopefully by the end of this next week. We are planning an event on the 8th of April, and location is going to be about two hours north in Ohio. And I don't have the specific location right at this moment, but we have the location. I just don't have it before me. And it's uh, it's going to be a pastor Neil's church, and we're going to be doing that on the 8th of April for the eclipse, and we're going to be right in the pathway of the total darkness of the eclipse. Pastor Rod Parker is going to be doing one as well in Eagle Pass, actually where they did their rally at the border, and he's going to be right in the middle of it, right as it enters the the, the United States. So it's going to be two events, and we'll be posting all that information here very soon. Um, I just got it from Resistance Chick. So it's going to be at the Harvest Revival Center in um, in Ohio. And then we're going to have the other one at the orphanage down on the border in Eagle Pass. So there's two events we're doing simultaneously. And it's going to be fantastic. We'll get all that information to you later this week. We do have some speakers coming, and it's going to be great. As well, um, tomorrow night, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers retired is coming on with a big announcement for the Republic of Texas. And I want you to be part of that. That's on the Gospel of Peace. It's going to be a really neat announcement of what they're working on down there. So a lot of exciting things happening right now. And this is all God moving in big ways. Patriots, one quick call out to our sponsors, and we have some great ones. And one of those, obviously, is My Patriot Supply. They've been with us now for almost well over a year. They're the number one supplier of emergency food uh, for the nation. And they just are constantly there with great offerings and great great packages to keep us safe in times of disaster, in times of upheaval. Right now, if you head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, you're going to find the four-week emergency food kit on sale for $60 off. It's a great foundational product. It's a great product to have in general. Get one for every member of your family. It's portable. It's there. The food life shelf life is over 25 years, 2,000 calories a day. Great, great tasting meals. It's fantastic. So, Keep that in mind as you plan out your emergency food system, and it's necessary right now that we all take these precautions. We are in a crazy time with the pedophile crazy elites trying to devastate the world and the other side of the elites trying to beat them so they can all make us their little hand puppets for wealth and profiteering. We need to really be focused on God and in the process knowing that there's going to be some shifts and some upheavals as we reclaim this republic. So again, head on over to preparewithbards.com to check out those great deals from My Patriot Supply. So the event, uh, thank you, uh, Michelle. I see you're online. Resistance Chicks, Michelle, just put this up here. Um, Brookville, Ohio. Brookville, Ohio is where the event will be on the 8th of April. We'll get all this information to you here very quickly. Now, last thing. We want to continue to share the Give, Send, Go, and give that's givesendgo.com, and it's and slash, forward slash Flemingsburg. 
I will have all sorts of updates up there by the morning. I said today, but I got a little sidetracked on relocating the studio in the house. So that got me a little sidetracked, <laughs> like a lot. It was, you know, when you move your studio, it looks so easy. You know how this is? Like you're like, oh, I'm just going to move it to a room. Nothing ever is that easy. I'm telling you, it just doesn't work that way ever. So you have, like, you start taking one thing and you got 15 cables that have to be moved and they all have to be unplugged and replugged. And then your desk and then your, all the pieces of things you keep telling yourself, you're going, you keep tucking away. And pretty soon you're looking around going, oh my gosh, like, this is like a whole house move is what this is. Oh, someone said, can the cows see, see better in there? What the truth is, is I actually can see out the windows and see the cows better. There's the answer. Cows can't see me, but I can see them. So that's the better thing because I can, I can now do my, morning show and spy on them on the lower fields to see how they are doing. So this is good. Cows shall be monitored. This is very, very good and very important. All right. And we do have 15 babies. Uh, only lost one this season, which is fantastic. And they're all looking healthy. And the bull is uh, he's getting ready to fulfill his obligations and um, make his mamas happy. So that's coming. He's kind of getting in season for that right now. So the word is stay clear of the bull. He doesn't like to be interrupted. That would be my answer. We are truly, and I think this is an obvious situ situation. We have to look at things very differently in this time because the types of censorship that we're part of now are becoming AI-driven and more sophisticated every day. And I don't, there can be no doubt about that. Tonight is a really good example because unfortunately, what has happened now tonight, not only do we have to restart the show, after I mentioned the name, that what the show title was about was supposed to be with Pete Santilli. But even though everything was pre-tested before the show, the minute that the file went to play, the file now doesn't play. Now, why I'm suspicious of this is because recently Microsoft announced that it was setting up to do remote monitoring, AI monitoring of all of their Windows systems. And unfortunately, I'm on a Windows system. We're moving to Linux later on, which is an open source and hacker-free, essentially, but we're now part of, still part of the great globalist empire of information control. Apple is doing the same thing. And these systems that they're working on now are fast and very, very sophisticated using AIs that are tracking for keywords and trying to limit our ability to share information. As I said, Microsoft has already stated that going into the election year, it is going to begin monitoring and limiting information that it considers to be untruthful. And and in doing this, they are going to literally start censoring information at the laptop or server at your desktop level. I can't say for certain that that's what's happened tonight, but I'm highly sus suspect of it because I've been through this once before. If you remember the interview with Basel Boz, the day after the interview with Basel Boz, the entire system that I, all my systems, both my systems, Apple systems, were unable to function anymore but with live streaming. And this was the same situation here tonight. It appears is that in the live stream application of the specific file, the specific file has been is unable to play because it's on. It's using a Windows Media Player, and my guess is that it has been triggered and triggered some sort of keyword into the main system, which Microsoft is updating. Ironically, Microsoft just did a massive BIOS update on the laptop and it's remote. And again, you get no choice in these updates when you're on Windows or anymore almost on Apple because they these app these updates are fin are super powerful. 
Apple's last update, and the reason I went to Windows is that Apple's last update was so destructive that it left a lot of the, the ability for many people that were in the media arts or creative arts unable to log on to main systems. Much of this is what's been happening is behind the scenes, and they're trying to integrate and make a seamless integration between the laptops, your servers, anything you have, desktop systems, your appliance, your phones, your digital appliances, your watches, whatever. They're making a seamless integration with artificial intelligence so that they are all being monitored simultaneously and massively. They are not letting the public know how big and how sophisticated these systems are. It's just that simple. And they're not letting people realize, uh, know the truth of the depth of the surveillance state. That's part of their little magic tricks that they keep pulling. So we are going to be, have to be prepared for more and more problems as we go ahead in 2024 because information censorship is only going to get worse. So the, there is um, a channel, and I'll see if I can find it right now. It's a channel on Telegram that I've come across of an individual who is teaching people and, do, and providing classes on Linux. And I'll see if I can find it as I talk here. I, I have it in here. These classes are how to use the Linux operating system and how to integrate it into your into your life. Now I'm I am not a Linux person. I will become one in short order because of the problems we're having with the continued hacking and censorship that are coming out. This person that's doing this goes by the name of Jeff J E F F dot Pro or Jeffrey Peterson. And this is let me check his channel name. So his, his channel name is Jeffrey Peterson dash J E F F dot pro. Um, I'm sorry, his tele, that's his full name on Telegram. His his uh, Telegram name is Jeffrey J E F F R E Y underscore Peterson, and he lists here lifetime in technology and business, former founder, CEO, QP, and MeetMe.com, a top twenty social media network in U.S. history, one hundred million plus users traded on Nasdaq stock sold to eHarmony by acquisition, and so forth. But he has been training on how to use Linux. So he does a nightly, a weekly program on training Linux, and I'd highly suggest you check him out. Uh, I'll make sure that we post his channel up on various pages, and he also breaks down a lot of the issues that we're dealing with with the remote monitoring and control by the main stream systems. It's a difficult time, but it's it's also a whole time to start realizing the magnitude of infiltration. It was one of the things in tonight's interview we were going to discuss, which I want to touch on, and it's something that Pete Santilli actually reinforced, is the fact that our main systems right now, in, uh, in our main systems, our entire system has been infiltrated by informants. Now, if you have, if you have been paying attention to what went on in Ohio, uh, the person that's running for the House of Representatives there has in the region up near Milford, in that in whatever regional congressional district is there, has come out and admitted that he was part of the FBI's infiltration program. And not only was he part of it, but his mission was to not only infiltrate, but to drive people towards violence and to get them to become violent movements and to amp up their anger and their hatred so that they would create, they could be in, in, arrested and then ultimately taken out by the FBI. This is happening on both sides, Patriot side and the left. And all of this is about trying to foment a civil war in our nation. Now, here's a headline that should get everybody's eyebrows raising. 
And this is the fact that Chicago Ray, the trucker who ignited the righteous anger of his fellow truckers and millions of other Americans, has stepped down from his boycott leadership. This was the leadership that the, to boycott deliveries to New York. And so the question was, does that mean the end of the trucker boycott of New York City? His response was, no one got to me. I ain't scared of, of shite. And New York trucker boycott leader Chicago Ray steps down. Now, this is highly suspect. So Chicago Ray was angry about the astounding $350 million fine that New York City Judge Engeron levied against former President Trump in recent fraud case. But when Chicago Ray, the truckers, and so many Americans were really angry about was our corrupt judicial system and the evil overlords who created it. It's everywhere these days. Um, the unfortunate thing is he put this out there, it went viral, and now he stepped down. So the real question here is, Is he has he been compromised? Was Did somebody get to him, which is not impossible? Or did he just not, was he just not able to handle the social media pressure and did he step down for those reasons? And those are things we don't know, but I can guarantee you that the only way we are going to get through this fight that's ahead of us is a fight that we literally have to start facing with the courage of the martyrdom spirit. We are not going to get through with this if we don't understand that to step in and against this machine and this beast, it is going to cost, it's going to cost a lot. And those that do are truly um, in a place where we are going to have to start considering what it is that we're, we're valuing and what this country is worth. Because sitting on the sideline is just not an option anymore. We just can't afford it. And unfortunately, this has happened way too much and we've become way too complacent as a society. And they continue to count on the fact that people will not step up and they won't lean in. That's a big problem. So while all this noise and nonsense is happening, we are seeing a lot of things moving around in shuttling and trying to protect themselves, in particular in the billionaire class. Let me just play this piece here, something to keep your eyes on and start asking questions of what's really going on. Let's see, let's see if this plays. Okay, so here's the whole problem tonight. I'm not going to be able to play any pieces because for whatever reason, we are not connecting right with the other side of this machine and it's not able to play anything. So there we go. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a creative show tonight, I'm telling you right now. Buckle up, Patriots. All right, so with this, we also have the the rise of the awareness of how corrupt AI is. If you haven't been keeping track of that, AI's the uh, the Google AI called Gemini was came out and was actually producing photographs of our founding fathers as Black Americans. And while that might be comical to look at, or even for some slightly entertaining or satisfying, if you are a BLM member, the fact of the matter is that Google's AI has been programmed by a, a woke and literally racist, white racist group who hates white people and has been wanting to rewrite history. This is the problem, again, that we have in this whole system when we rely on the digital medium to literally define our world. And our world is one that is being reshaped and rewritten around us in real time. And we have to be aware of this. This is a very sad moment in our history to where we are 
people have become so dependent on the digital infrastructure and the digital ecosystems that we start to look at things as truth. And when you we look at this in comedy and perhaps and, and mock at it, but the fact is that if you're a young child and you're using AIs and you're asking about founding fathers, these images are going to stick in your head. And once they're programmed in, they're not coming out easy. And that's exactly what they what they count on. Now, interestingly, Elon Musk called it out, and he and his comment was, "What a douche nozzle! What a racist douche nozzle!" As, as was his exact tweet. He was referring to Jack Krausiski. Um, Jack is a is quite frankly, he's proven himself to be quite the quite the anti-white person who he is himself white, by the way. Um, he writes in a number of tweets. This is, he goes by at Jack K. Uh, what a white privilege, what white privilege is effing real. Don't be an a-hole and act guilty about it. Do your part in recognizing bias in all levels of, of, uh, of egregious. Interesting tweet. Another one, it's been a few hours and still feels like today's inauguration speech will go down as one of the great, greatest ever, acknowledging systemic racism. I love how he's white. I, I just, It's amazing to me. And this is the woke culture that we're dealing with. And it is, it's, it's unbelievable. Now, I just want to make a point here. Look, I'm not about, I am quite literally not about anything here these AIs, if they're going to portray history accurately, that's awesome if they can be helpful. But the problem is they're being programmed by people who are literally shaping a future that is just not true. And all that's intended to do is fan the flames of racial hatred. And they're doing and the problem in, in with the Internet right now is so many people are relying on it and they're being influenced by it so heavily that it's actually changing mental behavior towards one another. The internet is the most deadly thing ever deployed in humanity. It was supposed to be the great way of bringing people together, to build groups, to unite, which interestingly, what we have done here in Bars Nation and what we continue to do with our community base on the Bars Nation website, we can continue to bring things together in a fabulous way. And we show in every show in live chat, we show in, in which, by the way, if you're not in live chat and you're listening to this, you should join us. It's every one of our shows is live chatted or live streamed on Podbean. We, it is an amazing demonstration of what this technology can bring. We can bring unity. We can bring great love. We can bring togetherness and we can bring great discussions. The problem is that once you start to inject hatred, Hatred now foments and it starts to grow like a cancer. And once you start to create those that align with hatred, which almost all of them will that align with hatred will be some way they are, have a broken relationship with God and, and broken relationship with Christ. It's just the way it is. Then the hatred starts to take over and it becomes a literally a vertical stovepipe of information that people only listen to one tenor and one tone and one frequency. And it just grows like a cancer. It becomes a, a, literally a disease, the invisible enemy, so to speak. And woke culture is pinned on this. Woke culture at its root is a racist, anti-white, eugenicist platform that is all about destroying children, encouraging pedophiles, and raising them all up into a power structure that they control the world. And this is being proved time and time again. Let me read an article to you. I read this this morning, but it's worth reading again because it's so powerful. This is from Wall Street Apes. Colorado Representative Scott Bottoms confirms that people are buying 
one to five-year-old children for sex. This is a real post, and there is a, a, a testimony that he gives. And unfortunately, you can listen to this morning's show if you want to hear the actual video piece, but this is the write-up. So the representative, Scott Bottoms, says, he says, almost all the time they get off on probation after buying a child and raping a little child. These are the, this is in Colorado. These are the times that I am discouraged about my job as a representative, also what it means here in the Capitol. We sit in a committee all day discussing whether or not somebody that buys little children, these are two, three, four, five-year-old kids, they buy them for sex. Then we, we, we tried to get the bill through. Represent Bradley, Representative Bradley sent one through that was going to put these buyers in jail. Right now, most of the time, they get off on probation. Almost all of the time, they get off on probation after buying a child and raping a little child. This He continues. And we tried to say, well, they need to at least serve a minimum of four years. Unbelievable. A lot longer would be good, like a millstone. But anyway, continuing. And then we sat and listened to the Democrats fight against this bill, fight against putting these people in jail, and came up with all kinds of reasons, including that these buyers are victims themselves. This is the woke insanity we're dealing with. So it's okay to rape a child because the rapist is a victim. What you're hearing is you're hearing the dialogue of people that are grooming to perpetuate their power and their groups. Remember, pedophiles have to create are wanting to create more pedophiles. And gays and lesbians are creating more of their kind. And at the root of most gay and lesbian culture, unfortunately, there is a pedophile pedophile root to all of this. So they their only way that they can propagate their own culture is to damage more children. This is, he goes on, this is very discouraging. It's also very disgusting to me that they would actually defend this. And, they, and then they voted completely along party lines. Democrats voted at a 100%. They did not want to put these pedophiles in jail. They defended the pedophiles. This is why it's so difficult sometimes to do what we, are, what we do around here. We know we're on the side of riot. We know we're on the side of right is what it should read. We know we're on the side of morality and we get shot down um, by I do not understand the, the thought process behind this. We, are, we, get, we do get shot down. This is why I would encourage you to do a few things to help us with this. First, if you believe in prayer at all, please pray. We are fighting truly dark forces. This is not okay. This is evil stuff we're dealing with. If you have the ability to come up and testify on bills, or anything like this, please do so. Your voice is very important to what we're trying to accomplish around here. This should be in every single church and every pulpit in the nation right now. This should be the main discussion of what is going on. And these are real testimonies. And by the way, we are going to do a major prayer against all of this on Sunday morning. So if you join us, we're going to ramp up some real prayers against these principalities that are doing this. This is the, the sort of power and legacy we're dealing with right now, which is a completely unbelievable. And it's, it's fully disgusting, but it's part of destroying the culture and the cultural root of our nation. Once they continue to get pedophilia normalized, remember, they are trying to normalize. And this goes back to the Kinsey Institute and Kinsey's work back in 1947. They have been trying to normalize MAMBA, which is a modern organization, but the objective is the same. They are trying to organ, 
trying to normalize pedophilia, and that organization is known as MAMBA, men who are attracted to boys or something ridiculous like that. And they want this to become normal. When you are dealing with young children and young kids right now, and these these sorts of conversations are happening, backed by adults that are starting to become woke and raising their kids as woke, you are now expanding your cultural war to normalize the most abhorrent thing and it's that we could think of, and it's and it's abhorrent even to Jesus, because you're attacking and giving harm to the little ones. Now all this while this is happening in a cultural war, we're hearing this. They, this gets smothered by our mainstream media, obviously. And it's something that should be on the campaign trail of every person out here. This is all part of the greater operation that we're dealing with here right now, which is the destruction of the United States and its moral values and its entire, to ripple this out so deeply that every family in one way or another is now carrying the burden of this change in cultural view. The gay movement was very successful at that. So many families have been ravaged by the the gay relationships that have come into them and they're no longer going to be able to be normal families as long as those demons exist by the way those demons can be cast out but that's the war against christianity because of of the religions only through christ have we been able to address the demonic fight and to win and be victorious over it that's the authorities he gives to us and another reason they hate Christianity so much because we carry the authority with the blood of Christ to literally strike out these demons and send them on their way. We have to assume those authorities. We have to take those authorities upon us and, and take them very seriously because this is literally about how we save a nation. It's incredible. Now, wars are apparently, having a couple wars is not enough because having one in Ukraine, which is ongoing, and they're draining resources into that, the warnings have come out now to to warn Ukraine that they might f- face military shortages come this spring in equipment and so forth. But don't worry, NATO to the rescue, which is literally the Nazi Atlantic Treaty Organization, they've now told they have now told Ukraine that they can use long range rockets and strike in targets inside Russia, while they send over new F 16s to apparently facilitate that at another level. Everything is being driven to try to create a global war and at the same time a domestic civil war to such a degree that it is a scorched earth and at the end they see themselves being able to win. Now, why that is a big deal is if you haven't been paying attention, billionaires are liquidating stocks right now, a big deal. And as they're liquidating stocks, they're also building big bunkers. And we would ask ourselves why. Because they are all believing that they are going to be able to create a global civil war and a global war to such a degree that they can weather the storm underneath in their bunkers and then come out and be the new be the great leaders and saviors of the hour once the storm blows over. The difference is going to be if the people of the world, humanity, holds to the line of love for one another and again to those simple terms, love what God loves, hate what God hates. It's very important because right now we are in a place where if you are not walking within that understanding, People are going to be easily pulled apart and be pitted against each other, especially in this very vicious political year. And unfortunately, what people are not seeing, and this is not a popular view, and I'm sorry it's not, but here's the real of it. We have to take a step back from the political fray. Trump and Biden, unfortunately, are part of a political system. You can have all your hope you want in Trump. He's still a man. And the real fight is not there. The real fight is putting God back on the throne in this nation, which is what our founding fathers intended it to be. And in that moment, 
with God back on, on the throne, we are able then to start resetting this nation with government subordinate to the people. We are still in this this cycle of looking to presidents. We're looking up to presidents, expecting them to fix it for us. The real power of change is coming from us, we the people, which is right in the Declaration of Independence. It's we have been given all of our rights by our creator, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that means we have the authority over all governance in this nation. The question is, are we going to take the step in and are we going to assume control of this? Because things are beginning and continuing to unravel in a big way. If we look to China right now, it's an important indicator that's coming up on the horizon. And the headline on this is, and this comes from CNN Business. Of course, CNN is CNN, but nonetheless, it's an interesting headline. Preparing for war, social unrest, or a new pandemic, Chinese companies are raising militias like it's the 1970s. Here it goes on. Chinese companies are doing something really rarely seen since the 1970s, 70s, setting up their own volunteer armies. At least 16 major Chinese firms, including privately owned dairy giant, have established fighting forces over the past year, according to a CNN analysis of state media and the state media reports. These units, known as the People's Armed Forces Departments, are composed of civilians who retain their regular jobs. They act as a reserve and auxiliary force for China's military, the world's largest, and are available for missions ranging from responding to natural disasters and helping maintain social order to providing support during wartime. Now, the thing about China that you have to be paying a lot of attention to right now is that Evergrande, is is definitely in the collapse mode. It's already been declared bankrupt, and we're seeing we're seeing a lot of the shuttling of money to backstop a lot of this. Chinese economy is not doing well. the The millennial class is finding it harder and harder to make ends meet and meet the goals and objectives that they have had dreams of. Property values. People have invested their retirement savings in re, in property, which was Evergrande. They have nothing left in many cases. The Chinese, China also has an elderly population, an aging population that's outpacing their ability to maintain that. So believe it or not, if you look into this, you're going to find that Christian groups have been invited over to do health care there because they have no other way of dealing with this. And you have a younger population that is breaking away from the values of taking care of the family, which is what China relied on in the past. China is also suffering from its one-child policy, which has left an inordinate number of Chinese males, which happened many of them seem to be coming across our southern border, and they are unable to find wives. There's more men than there are women because Chinese have used abortion as a tool once they identify the child as with ultrasound. If it's a girl, many of them, because of the one-child policy, have aborted the child and then had sought a pregnancy until they are able to have a male child. This is all do- documented and real. This is, a, this is the outcome of a distorted society. Now, we can point our finger at China and say, well, you're evil, evil, evil. Now let's go back to here. We are now in, the, in a similar situation, but instead of, but we, we, do it a lot, we do it a lot better. Let's just put it that way. We don't need to be told that we have a one-child policy. We just take good children if you're a woke parent and you, you neuter them or castrate your, your boys and you cut the breasts off your girls because apparently they're born into the wrong body. And if you are in, in a, a young person who now sees themselves as being able to have as much sex as you want because that's part of do as that will without consequence, then abortion becomes part of your regular process of birth control. 
And unfortunately, as we start to meet more and more young girls who have gone through multiple abortions, those scars and those wounds carry deeply on life and it transforms them in a bad way. Tremendous amount of need for healing and deliverance within this, that section, those sections of the population. But our family system and our, our network is deeply corrupted in the way we value and see family in this nation. And so it's important that we take a good solid look at this and realize the challenges ahead. We cannot allow, as we take this country back, we absolutely cannot allow abortion. And we cannot allow birth control and we and birth control pills. We have to start getting rid of that part and going back to the accountability of our purpose for being on this earth, simply said. Because once we start down this way and we assume the roles of God, we see what this does in our society. And all of this is rooted in the satanic cult belief systems that all see that anything they can do to damage God's children is a way for them to strike pain at God because they believe the closer they can get to the birth and the conception, the more pain they can strike against God. It's a horrible reality, but we are dealing with a death cult that is literally running this world, and it's not stopping. Now, in some interesting news, as an indicator of something, again, these shifts that are happening to pay attention to, Chinese economy we touched on, it is shaky on shaky grounds. We also have our economy, which is in, in interesting ways, it's all backed by paper, but we have a lot of upheaval culturally, obviously, because we've lost the moral foundation. We have a massive invasion coming from our southern border with now over 7.9 million illegals in our nation under just this administration, over 10 million easily, and by some estimates as high as 22 million illegals in our nation. These people are being offered in various forms. They're trying to fast track them to be voters. In California, in San Francisco specifically, they have had their first illegal alien non-citizen being put on the city council who's now in charge of overseeing the program to get illegals to vote. New York just passed that law that illegals could vote. A circuit court struck it down and said it was illegal. But now California's cropped up to do the same thing in San Francisco. Who was the illegal alien, though, in San Francisco that they chose? Very important. It was a Chinese woman which my guess is it's a Chinese intelligence person who's come in to try to set up a stronghold. The Chinese are looking towards the West Coast as an infiltration from within and to literally bring to literally bring in their people inside the country through the southern border. They've now estimated 37,000 Chinese males that have come across the border, and it appears that many of them are migrating towards California. They are just setting up shop to prepare for a takeover on the West Coast. I don't mean this lightly, and I don't mean it has to be armed. Because all they have to do is start taking hold of key positions and they're going to vote themselves in of power and vote ourselves out of power. Remember, these are likely unvaxxed males and everybody coming across that border is unvaxxed. And we are dealing with a military that's deeply compromised by the vax. And we are dealing with a, a unknown number of people in this nation that are vax free. Stay vax free if you're vax free. I mean it. This thing is just unbelievable. Our, our nation is completely rocked. However, on other indicators uh, that this is a global shift in power base. And the question is not just what we see, but what we're seeing coming down the road. And it's this once valued at 57 point or 5.7 billion vice media stops publishing and nothing of value was lost. So people are, and it continues on. That was the headline. People are enjoying the demise of vice media with many of them pointing out that literally nothing of value was lost. I would tend to agree with that. 
having once been valued at $5.7 billion in 2017 and acquired out of bankruptcy last year by a consortium, consortium including George Soros, the company announced plans to cut hundreds of jobs has, and has, as of 14 hours ago, stopped publishing the vice.com or publishing on vice.com. Uh, Jordan Peterson published this on the February, so this is February 22nd. This was yesterday uh, at 2.57 p.m. yesterday. The Vice CMS has been turned off. That's all, folks. And down here, another post, RIP, rest in peace, Vice, it's over. So Vice News is pretty much on the, is it's pretty much over and done. But this is not limited to Vice News. There's been a massive hemorrhage of in the media organizations, including the Washington Post, Vox Media, the Los Angeles Times, Pitchfork, Sports Illustrated, Time, Business Insider, TechCrunch, the Wall Street Journal, The Messenger, and Vice Media. And it's literally taking a massive beating because of the rise of alternative news. That's over 500 journalists that have been released. I'm trying to decide whether I should celebrate or just quietly smile. Either way, they're gone. And most of these are woke. And it's not going to hurt us at all in the end of the day. They think it will. I guarantee it won't. But the fact of the matter is that that means the responsibility is truly on us. Now, I say this for a very important reason. Because a lot of the media, a lot of the patriot media in the alternative media, and I'm not talking about the Bongino, I'm not talking about here, I'm not talking about uh, what's going on in Steve Bannon's group. But if you follow a lot of the alternative media, they are still wrapped around the axle with Q and conspiracy theories, including getting into all sorts of other nonsense like tunnel warfare to save children, Antarctica being the home of lizard heads, and a variety of other things. And they're consumed with this. We need to get back to the actual telling of the facts in the news and doing hard investigative journalism. Revolver.news is a great site. If you want to see some fantastic investigative journalism, go there. We need to get back into more of this. The, the problem is that the PSYOP, once the information was put out into the magnitude of the corruption of the deep state, and it was put out early on, over time, the PSYOP has continued to, continued to propel people to the extreme, the radical, and the ex extraordinary conspiratorial. And People love this. It's exciting. It creates fantastical things. We get into, if you follow the Patriot News, just go to Telegram and find how all of this, you're finding the things like time travel is the whole issue. And we are dealing with alien races that are living under tunnel grounds. And we are dealing with, we're going to deal with Davos and we're going to, and all the lizard heads that are gathering there in the galactic empire. It has literally gotten worse, not better. And it has continued to grow. And we're not realizing that the real effects of things we need to dig into are the, the facts that people need to get hold of. The more that we this media type comes out, the more that those in the woke are going to walk away. They don't want to even hear it. If we can start providing hard facts, more, for example, hard facts of, this, of what they understand, which they call science, but hard research, we show what's, uh, what's, what's a chemtrail. And we start to look at those realistically, not in terms of these massive global conspiratorial frameworks that people can't relate to. I have no doubt that this thing is, we have a level of control in this world that is beyond our even understanding of how sophisticated it is. And that's very clear just if in the chemtrail issue, cloud seeding, chemtrails, whatever you want to call it, it that has already been openly admitted and, and 
given in congressional testimony, that it is a program ongoing. But when we look at that coordination and you have to ask yourself, who has the coordination of military aircraft and civilian aircraft to accomplish that? We start to realize the level of control of the system that we're under. All that said, it's not helpful when we spend so much time running down rabbit holes of lizard heads and underground warfare and so forth. Now, that's a great one to talk about. I'm going to hit on this because there's a lot of emphasis on the children being rescued from underground tunnel systems. So let me just give you a little insight on why I am constantly and perpetually suspicious of anything about that topic. I was on one of the elite teams of looking at tunnel warfare in the military. This is when I was at Asymmetric Warfare Group working in the Special Missions Unit in Dog Squadron. The person who is my Sergeant Major, who has been on this show, Joe Vega, is a specialist, a longtime specialist in breaching and goes into tunnel warfare. Here's the deal. Every single report that I see that comes out with tunnel warfare, I cannot validate or verify through any source. I also can't find any evidence in any tracking of DOD logistics. So it's wonderful to paint these pictures. It's great to talk about the things that are going on. The question that I am going to constantly ask is, show me the evidence that is actually happening because the personnel that they're saying that are there, I can't, I can't validate. I can also tell you I've seen a lot of the advanced technologies. And yes, there has been some leaps in technologies in the last six or seven years. I don't deny that. But the levels of technologies that we're talking about have not totally been overcome yet. One of those is long time dwell time underground, dealing with oxygen's, oxygen issues underground in, and it's, is very hard on the body. These, these solutions aren't there yet, at least to what I can validate. So I'm just telling you, while it may be true, it would be great if it was. It is far more beneficial to talk about the real one that we can track, which are the kids coming across our borders and being shuttled by the military in our planes than dreaming about the hundreds of kids that are apparently being born underground in genetic laboratories and being modified in the military, somehow secretly keeping them in places because the public isn't ready for them to see the real disasters of this underground mutation program. That doesn't add up. And the question and the other part about this that doesn't add up when you get into this is when you start getting into the military and you start asking the hard questions, you start to see how broken our current military is, then the answer is this. Who is the military that's doing all of this? And if you're curious and you think it's Space Force, then make sure and check out the transgenders at Space Force and make sure and check out the Israeli-American that's running it or was running it. Patriots, these, our system is deeply broken, and part of the way they sustain it is to keep us distracted from digging into the truth. And the truth is not for everyone. That is literally a true statement, but the truth is one we have to pursue, and truth with hard facts, not conjecture. It's easy to draw conclusions. conclusions. I can paint amazing pictures. I can tell you, as I believe, we probably won't have a normal election this year. Very possible. The question is, what are we going to have? And the question then is, who then is going to step in and correct the system other than we the people? At the end of the day, it's we the people that have to step in. And we are the ones that have the power. We're the ones that have the authority. We're the ones that we're expected to make the change. But if we don't do our job, then we have a problem. Now, in the things that are important, rather than focusing on aliens and tunnels and lizard heads, are things like this. And this is in the New York Post uh, as of February 22nd, that was yesterday. 
House of Horrors rabbi, that's they nicknamed him the House of Horrors rabbi, takes cushy deal after pleading guilty to enslaving 30 women. Yeah, that's right. A Jerusalem rabbi accused of enslaving 30 women in a cult-like house dubbed the House of Horrors was given was given a probation, an easy deal, they say, cushy deal. That's real. And that's a, that's a story that not only needs to be exposed, but it's a process we have to go do and look after everybody to start holding people accountable for the crimes in which they're doing. This is a major problem. Now, if, if you really want to see, again, we're getting back to the same topic, which is this whole network of pedophiles, we're going to go back to Google Gemini, which is the AI program. And this is a post by BioClandestine. He does good research, by the way. Um, Google Gemini is a pro-pedophile and even refers to the is pro-pedophile and even refers to them as minor attracted persons or maps. That's the term that you're trying to use to soften the impact of being a pedophile. AI, the AI Google Gemini does not have individual thought. It only makes decisions based on an accumulation of data presented to it. That's any AI. So meaning that Gemini was taught this. This is the world the left wants for us. That's absolutely correct. The world that the left wants is the world that literally is a world where pedophiles are in control and the entire network is controlled and dominated by them for the rules because what do they want? They want our kids. That's what they want. So this is when we start to grasp the magnitude of this evil, it is it is not something we we can take lightly. This is truly a war, and they are hitting the war on so many levels. You have the economic war, which is continuing to put strains on people. You're seeing this new generation being stressed intentionally so that they can start advertising the new future of a, of the economies. We need to go to a digital economy. We need to go to a paperless economy. COVID was bad because it had to worry about handling money. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to keep people separated, which is a key part of everything they do. The more lonely people become, the more vulnerable they become to the control elements of the deep state. But let us not forget that one of their other big wars is a war on beef. Headlines here in Zero Hedge, climate dietitians push Americans to cut beef for the sake of the planet. It's always interesting that we have to cut, we have to go on the diet for everything and the rest of the world can do what they want. Replacing beef with a different protein, even if it's just one meal, can cut the emissions footprint of a person's diet that day by as much as half. In other words, we are the problem. This is the narrative. Um, It goes on. The next time you're out for lunch, try, this is a, yeah, this is a quote from somebody. The next time you're out for lunch, try playing a little game. Without looking it up, can you find the most and least climate-friendly options on the menu? I frankly don't worry about it, never will, don't want to even consider it, because all they're trying to do is say that by the our presence on the world, we are the problem. And this is just it. That is their narrative. This is a death cult that has seized control of governments across the world. Their objective is to continue to encourage people to to self-terminate. And to do that, you have to get them to agree to self-starvation, to agree to living on a smaller footprint, giving up their land, giving up their rights, giving up their guns. And don't worry, they're going to come after your guns in a different way. Part of that is to come after the ammunition, which is yet another war that they're waging in parallel right now. And that war is truly... A, a war of coming after the one place, the biggest place in the country that produces ammunition for this, and that's Lake City. 
20 states have had their attorney general submit letters to Biden's gun violence prevention office. And they're asking Joe Biden to cancel all civilian contracts through Lake City Ammunition Plant. This is what they're doing with our taxes and our time. And here's the 20 states that had the attorney their attorney generals submit these letters. New York, no surprise. California, no surprise. Connecticut, no surprise. Delaware, no surprise. D.C., that's not a state, it's a district. Hawaii, no surprise. Illinois, no surprise. Maine, no surprise. Maryland, no surprise. Massachusetts, no surprise. Michigan, no surprise. Minnesota, no surprise. But just to highlight Minnesota, in Minnesota schools down in, in uh St. Paul, Minnesota area, and Minneapolis, they're now asking for the National Guard to come in. And, and I misquote that. That's in Maryland. I, I take it back. That's in Maryland. That they're asking for the National Guard to come in and protect the students. We have Nevada. That's a bit of a surprise, but I do believe it's a liberal uh, mess in Nevada. New Jersey, no surprise. New Mexico, no surprise at all there. That's all Liberalville down there. Oregon, definitely no surprise because our three blue counties that control the state would like all the county to give up their guns and everything about it because why? The Chinese want this state. Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington State. All of this to go after the ammunition because of what? Because at the bottom and the root of all things in politics, there's essentially three things that people in politics end up wanting. They want power, they want money through graft and corruption because they're going to get the deals, and they want some form of sex, usually with kids. That's bottom line. That's what it is. If you're going to be a politician and you want to be successful, those are three things you have to have desires for. In other words, you need to be a psychopath and you're better off if you're a pedophile. That's what leads this country. So when you see these these states here, you understand truly who the true evil and where true evil rests in our nation. Now, just a sidebar, because it's important to remember, and I've talked a lot about this, but don't take your eyes off of Oregon on two levels. Number one, Oregon doesn't have much in the terms of electoral votes, so nobody pays attention to Oregon. So nobody really cares about Oregon. But Oregon's an extremely important state strategically for the entire nation. Why? Besides the rare earth minerals that are rich in southern Oregon and in eastern Oregon, besides this gold and silver and the uranium, which takes us back to Leboy Finnegan, in, in their occupation, the biggest thing Portland, Oregon has are data cables. Seven data cables that come off of our coast, which is the new raw material that go, some go to China, some all go, end up terminating in China, let's put it that way. The data cables that come off the Oregon coast. China wants those. And that's the deep state hand. They want those. So as they, they get hold of those, they now can control the information war more effectively. Control data in, control data out. We need some Navy SEAL divers to go over there and take care of that is what we need. Just to go down and take a little sneak and peek, see what they can do. We are in a, an important point right now to remember that our country has been turned upside down. And in this moment in time, we are very vulnerable to the first offer. And what I mean by that is when, you get, when a country gets desperate or people get desperate, it's when the vultures arrive. It's when they come in and make the offer that will fulfill their needs. When people need money, they're going to be willing to sell something and usually sell it cheap without concern for consequences. Our nation's in that sort of troubled state right now. People are tired. People are being worn down. People are being pressured and stressed by various means. 
people are letting their minds race off into stupid topics like lizard heads and and underground tunnels and Antarctica, flat earth, that can go on the list. And instead of putting their eyes on God and scriptures and staying focused there in that fight and bringing the word to people's lives, we're worried about all these other things that regardless of what they're out, what measure of truth they're being explored at, they're distractions from the main issue. Our country is in a spiritual war. The world is in a spiritual war right now. That is the core of the entire fight. It's spiritual, first and foremost. And when we get to that spiritual fight, we have to understand that that is being waged and won. That war is being waged and won by people that are waging it in the spirit first. They're counting on the fact that we don't have enough power. I'm counting on the fact that they have no idea how much power we have. And I think that's the truth. But nonetheless, the nation is in a critical point. And this isn't just here, but it is particularly emphasized here in this country. When and what is that? As people are tired and worn down, we have Gen Z, Gen Millennial, all here panicking because they, they are making choices between having to buy food or put gas in the car. Can't have any, they're working two jobs, three jobs. They're totally stressed out. The first deal that comes in, they're going to take. And that deal is not going to be hard to sell. Digital money, some form of a CBDC with some sort of debt forgiveness and a free place to live and free food. That's socialism, communism in the package right there that they can slide in. And that's where you get this whole thing of smart cities and the whole thing of Internet of Things and the whole digital ecosystem that they want to roll out. We have to encourage people to learn, learn to be self-sufficient and stronger. And most importantly, people have to be self-sufficient in their spirituality which means anchoring in the word, anchoring in our loving Christ, anchoring in what we've been given. The most powerful thing that we are dealing with right now as a nation, in my opinion, is having to learn accountability and relearn responsibility. We have become a nation with no consequence. That is literally do as thou will. Hence, we end up with people arguing that the pedophile is more important than the victim. This is the insanity which we live, but it's there because the framework of morality has been stripped and it's been replaced by a satanic cult. We have to get back to consequence. And as much as I don't wish this on anyone, we are moving to a point in time in our nation where consequence is going to happen. We can't control it. And to what level it will happen will depend on how well we see a counter response from good patriots. But the fact of the matter is that we are going to see violence in our, in our cities. We are going to see upheaval. We are going to see problems like we've never imagined. And it doesn't matter whether Trump's in office or somebody else. It's going to happen because we're coming to a clash of moments where the desperation of people and the desperation of illegals is going to hit and it's going to come together in a big way. We have to be in that place of not being part of that, but being outside of that to guide people back to our their love in Christ. And that's not easy, but that starts in our homes. And it starts in our homes where we begin with putting God at the center of our homes. We put, we have our daily, daily practice of reading in scripture and worship and praying into God. We have to have our faith in God greater than the systems. And in that county by county model, it's literally the framework in which we have to live. And it's at least a template to live. So it's home churches, um, Home churches, homeschooling, Patriot Gardens, right work, which means getting yourself independent of the corporate yoke or government yoke, using your gifts and talents to build work, 
health and wellness to where we are literally relying on the natural properties and spiritual healing as the principal issues of our health and our wellness. Informed action, which really anymore should be two things in informed action. Everything else will fall in place after it. It should be scriptural and biblical studies, meaning reading the Bible. And it should be most importantly, as on top of that, learning common law. Those two things give us power again. Because once we get that and we get the common law back in place, we the people take the country back. And then we have stewardship and conservation. Because in the true way of God, we do not want to be wasteful. We want to use everything to its maximum. When we understand those seven pillars and implement those in our life on a daily basis, tying that around a framework of walking in Holy Spirit and literally living in the in the Word of God, we're a power to be contended with. It's unprecedented. And that's what we can bring to our communities. And we don't have to spend, it's not that you shouldn't spend time in enjoying your, your right for Second Amendment, but my point is that doesn't have to be the full, first trigger that you pull. The first trigger should be the sort of the sort of steel, not I'm sorry, should be the sort of spirit, not the sort of steel. And in that first trigger that we pull, that sort of spirit is where we wage the war first. But we have to stop tolerating everything. We aren't this turn the other cheek idea that everything is acceptable, and then we end up with LGBTQAI plus pedophile flags flying outside of our churches. It is not about turning the other cheek. It's about diluting and compromising everything that Christ died for. We have to get back to that line of morality and that line of strength to understand that when we are going to love our neighbor, we have to walk strong with, strong in that love of Christ. Sometimes that will be helping. Loving thy neighbor also means not allowing tyranny to destroy our neighbor and not allowing pedophiles to destroy our neighbor and not allowing crazy things to destroy children. That's part of, of loving thy neighbor is standing in the right. And these are just such convoluted messages anymore or difficult concepts, I should say, in this culture because it's, so, it's been twisted so deeply and intentionally by this perverted sexual cult that it currently runs this nation. So we have to reject and rebuke the cult. We have to get back to the principal word of Christ. And we have to walk truly in the power that the Holy Spirit gives us. That's it. And when we do that and we get back to a principle of self-sufficiency, we start to regain the power of our nation. Now, last word on this tonight before we close into prayer. Men, I'm going to speak right to you. And it's going to sound brutal, but I want to say it because this is the only way you're really going to get the true sense of who you are and who men should be. The question I'm going to ask and the question I ask any man is, when's the last time you killed something? And I'm not talking about illegal. I'm talking about animals, whether you butchered a pig, butchered a cow, or whether you've gone out hunting. And if you haven't done that, and you haven't done it recently, then pony up and buck up and let's go. Because this is literally, everything changes when you put your hands in the blood. And I'm not kidding what I'm saying. You have to regenerate that intense genetic part of who we are as men. And the fastest way to do it, butcher an animal. Kill an animal, butcher an animal. And do it legally, right? When you start doing that and start connecting that to your table, and start understanding that you're a provider in a principal way, get back into hunting. Get back and get into it. Go work with somebody who butchers animals. Go out and help with calves and, and, and start castrating calves. I mean, get involved in the process. You know, my dad grew up that way. My grandfather grew up that way. And I will say the gift, or a great gift of my father is I grew up that way too. These are things we have to have in our world. 
And it means we have to bring our kids into that as well. It has to become normal again because it's part of awakening something within us. It's far more than just the idea of just butchering an animal. It's the idea of understanding the true gift of what we're given. It's understanding the principles of sacrificing a life for ourselves that God gave us. It's the righteous kill. It's the understanding of truly cutting something open and and, and butchering it to be part of your, your meals. It, it returns us to the principles of who we are. We are not above this. They want us to believe that. That's why they can sell bugs and they can sell other genetically modified garbage into this into our lives that we then become dependent on. This is about resetting men in our culture, and we need ferocious men. We need men that are dangerous, and dangerous is a mindset. A meek warrior is dangerous. Be careful of the man that speaks nothing in a room but sits quietly and watches because he understands what's going on. So this is a time for men to step up, and that's where everybody needs to be putting that on the table. Get back to the principles of what we need to do to build strength in our culture and then lead others to the same way. It's huge. There's a ministry that I haven't visited that I'm going to visit because I understand. And we're going to build a the part of that training we're building out here in Oregon is ministry through the butchery because it's a ministry where when you start to teach people the power that comes from the, the glory of sacrificing and then literally going through the process of butchering an animal, it changes our respect for the gift of life and what God gives us and the responsibility we have as stewards of this world. It's at the core of who we are. And that's part of us being the sons and daughters of the Most High. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and just very blessed. And thank you for the time we have and have had here today. And just the messages that you continue to allow us to share and 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 reflect on, to pray on, and to lift up as the body of Christ this this particular remnant as we reach out to the other remnant tribes to bring them in together so that we start rebuilding the church, the church without walls. Father, we're equally blessed and humbled by the gift and that you've given us now, the opportunity to move forward and continue to move forward to build out this center in Mandolin Farms as a center of Ecclesia, a center of training for governance, a center of training the, the, the seven pillars of county by county, the center, the uh, center to build out the fivefold ministry with apostolic, prophetic, with the healing, with deliverance, and even raising the dead. And Father, we just continue to pray into that as we step forward to make that something greater than we can imagine and to continue to guide us in our hearts that it is truly something for you, of you, and it's whatever we do, we're stewarding it for you. And so, Father, we also just pray for the awakening now, the deep spiritual awakening of men. Such an important time. This has been an era where so many women have taken the lead in the fight and were humbled and blessed. But it's time now to truly awaken the power and strength of men. So, Father, this is truly one of those moments that in this word, everything changes with the blood. So we encourage men and pray for men to step in and to literally be hunt, to butcher, to raise their own animals, to start getting back into the principles of what it is to be a tenant on this world, to steward the animals given to us and to provide for our families. Raise up the warrior hearts of Christ and the trueness and greatness of what that is. So Father, we pray that upon a blessing upon all men that receive this message. And in a final part of this prayer tonight, Father, we just pray that everyone will have a moment of witness with Jesus in their heart, 
no matter where they walk in this walk, no matter whether they're woke or not, whether they're walking with Jesus or not walking with Jesus, we're praying for a global moment where everybody has an encounter with Jesus. And in so doing, to truly shake to the very root of who we are and who they are, to awaken us to the reality that he is king. And in that moment, to give everybody in that moment a choice of whom they serve. And it's there that we know that the truth threshing begins. So, Father, we ask for this blessing. We declare these blessings in Christ Jesus' name. We say all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, would be great, wouldn't it? To have everybody have a moment to confront Jesus and to really feel the power of our Savior. Patriots, tomorrow night we have Pete Chambers on. It'll be a great show. In the meantime, I'll work out the technical issues of why things are not playing. I did move the studio tonight because there's probably some disconnect going on there. And then tomorrow night, Gospel of Peace with Pete Chambers, our Sunday show at 7 a.m. Sunday for our block of prayer, which is fantastic always. That's Coffee and Jesus. Sunday night, Expedition Cafe. I believe we're having Teddy, a.k.a. Bear, on then. And then we will play the Santilli interview Monday night, two-hour block. It'll be a great interview. You'll look forward to it. I guarantee it. Because I already know you are looking forward to it. You're already excited about it, and I can feel it. <laughs> Whether you are or not, I just spoke for you. So there you go. So Monday night will be the Santilli interview. All right. Patriots, have, have a very blessed Saturday. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. for Gospel of Peace. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something I just want to breathe again Dive into the deep